It's just too much. I think she's a very nice girl. And they just made me employee of the month yesterday, so I'm getting a lot of calls. I know where I'm not wanted, and I'm not wanted any place where people have all these social obligations if you get one of me. That's not true. You have you have two kinds of stuffing. You have real cranberry sauce. Run! I mean, I have absolutely no idea what we're doing here, or what I'm doing here, or what this place is about, but I am determined to enjoy myself. And I'm very intrigued, and oh my, this soup's delicious, isn't it? Hello and welcome to the Best Supporting After Show, where we continue to queen out on all things Best Supporting Actress. Sometimes we play games, sometimes we talk about awards, sometimes we just talk about things that we love, and in particular, we celebrate a BSA of the week every week, and then we race right out of here like the place is on fire. I am still Colin. (laughs) And I am still Nick. And uh, how are you doing? We uh, we don't do business on the main episodes. We get right to it. But I never even bother to ask, how are you? I am great. We had a lovely weekend in Maryland. Oh. Uh, uh, which was uh, this past weekend. We went for my cousin Janice's kid's birthday party. And it was a Simpsons and Hannah Montana theme. Oh, Hannah Montana. Hannah Montana. That's my, <laughs> that's my Alexis Mateo. Um, which I kept saying to myself like the whole day and sometimes out loud. And of course, no one got the reference. Right. But uh, they're like, yes, Nick, it's know. Hannah Montana. That's what the party's theme is. <laughs> yeah. I know. If you know, you know. <laughs> right. Um, right. But it was lovely. And I, it, it's like a four hour drive. And uh, my brother, Keanu, myself just, you know, hopped in the car and I drove the whole way both ways because I, I, I love driving. Wow. I just love it so much. And um, yeah, it was great. It was a nice getaway. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's not bad. I, How was your weekend? I would have thought that was a longer or- drive. That's not bad. Um yeah. My weekend was good. One of the things I'm keen to talk about, I had mentioned to you uh, over text that I thought, oh, I know you're going to have a take on this because I think you've mentioned this being something in your life as well. Uh, so I've I've some new friends in, in Astoria that I've been hanging I've been hang, hanging out with this one guy, and then I met his boyfriend, and, and we all uh, hung out this weekend, and we went to... My very first estate sale. (laughs) (gasps) Whoa. Which I believe you and Keon are familiar with. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, I would say so. Dusting my shoulders off here. Wow. I had no idea. I had no idea. I thought it was a fancy name for a garage sale. I didn't know you could go in the house. I didn't know you could rifle through everything and just say, oh, I'll take this. I didn't know. And so they were like, do you want to come with us to this estate sale in Long Island? We're going to go to Oyster Bay which is where Megan Briscoe lived in the, in the flight attendant. But this was like <laughs> a really nice part of Oyster Bay. This was okay. This was so fancy and so rich and like beautiful, like home, mansions set back in the woods. This, this was a great plot of land and a gross house. So, uh, so who, I think it has been sold and so whoever moves in is going to have a, you know, a great thing to work with. But, you know, it's probably an hour drive out of the city, out of Astoria, and 
I didn't know. Yeah, you just go in and everything is just there. And it's just, it was this like big old three bedroom house that like had not been updated in many decades. And so that was fascinating. And I don't wow. know what the previous residents, I don't know what the story was. I, I was like, are they dead? I think that there was family there sorting this out. But yeah, I mean, there was still like stuff in the pantry that like, my friend's boyfriend. Oh, yeah. He bought like yes. an old jar of Bakos. I mean, like there was stuff. There was stuff in the pantry. I found some great old books. There. Oh my god, I came out with a whole box of stuff. Yes. Yeah, twenty bucks, a whole box of stuff. I am obsessed. I am obsessed. Oh my gosh. Yay! I'm I obsessed. Mean- I, I want to jump in, but I want to make sure what anything else, you know, on your opening statement there. You get to rifle through these people's lives. <gasps> yeah. You get to walk around their house. I love like just, ooh, I didn't get to see that room. Ooh, there's an ensuite bathroom. What's that about? Like, yes, yes. This, I, this deserved a hacks protocol. I had no idea what I was missing with estate sales. <laughs> I, yeah, I mean, First, I guess I apologize for no, not, okay. you know, the hack. But um, I think, because I, I just don't know what, like, where would you go in New York City? But obviously they still have it. And obviously you had to travel for this one too. But yeah, I think that's sometimes even, it, to, like, I, to be fair, like, I never really went to estate sales. I was definitely, like, a thrift store guy. Uh-huh. Like, I would go every once in a while. But really, like... Estate sales are like there are two different beasts. There's a you know there's the thrift store and then there's a yard sale and then there's a, like an estate sale. And yeah, I bought like lotion, like <laughs> already opened lotion. <laughs> of course. And I got it out of the free box. The free box. Oh yeah, is where it is. That's where it's at. Show me where your free box yes. is. Yeah. Last, I don't know if it was last, not last weekend, but the weekend before was a great free box weekend for us. There was like some girl, she was so cool, just like kind of getting rid of her shit. And she's like, hey, I have some stuff on the side of the road. Like, it's all free. Just come and pick it up. I got some yarn. Oh. I got um, I got this great quilt. Oh. I was like, are you sure? It like to the point where I was like, I feel like I need to give you a donation. I was like, it's cool. I love that you got yarn and a quilt. You're like, well, I can make one. I, or I, can just, I mean, yes. You're like, you're like an infomercial I mean, where it's like, well, we've already made one here. We can show you how it turns out. Like, <laughs> yes, it was. It was great, and uh, uh, but yeah, like the estate sale life's like sometimes, most of the times you got to get there pretty early. Sometimes yeah. they fill up, and with COVID, it was really hard to even do that on the weekends because because no one was inviting people in each other's houses too. Sometimes you have to put on the little booties on your yep. shoes because it's like wet outside. I don't love that. There are some estate sales that make you take your shoes off, and I hate that. Ugh. I'm like, just get the. I will bring my own booties. Byob. <laughs> Um, to, <laughs> yeah, to that, but yeah, it truly is fascinating. You you get some t- most of the people in estate sales, like most of the time, they're like they unfortunately like have passed away, yeah, or they're moving and stuff. And but like you can get so much cool stuff. All of and, it, all of it is available. Yes. It's like all, like if you can see it, you can have it. You know, we're just trying to clear the house out because for anyone who doesn't know, I mean, I I guess I'm the boob. Is like literally, yeah, maybe it's somebody who has 
has suddenly died and they've been living in the house that you know they raised their kids in and whatever so it's just like full of history mm-hmm. and so they yeah. sold the house but all the stuff is still in there and so they're like let's try to sell some of this off and then you are free to just come over and just rifle through their house like yeah. To be fair, no apologies necessary because you needed a car to go to this, and you need a car for most of these. And that's <clears> true. Yeah. Luckily, my friends had a car, and that's the only reason that this happened. But uh, otherwise, I don't know if this happens in New York. But I, this was, I am. There was a part of me that, as a gay man, just bloomed at the realization that, like, this is a thing I could go do, and so I love it. I. I and and they said that this was because they also got a lot of stuff too, and they they've done this mm-hmm. a lot, and they were like, yeah, this was a a pretty fruitful estate sale. There could be times where it, oh good, you know, there is much. Yeah, you know, uh, I had tons of stuff. Oh my god, it was so so. Yeah, uh, I am. That's what I did on Saturday, and it Ugh. it was. And they do this often, so I think this is going to be a regular part of my life. And and for the most part, is just hunting down used books that I want. The books are always a highlight because what they're like, they're like 25 cents. And sometimes you can get some really great like editions, you know what Uh I mean? You know, like it's just like the covers are weathered and they look so great and like books you've read or want to read. It is a treasure trove. Like, honestly, it's like so many people should. There's so much stuff to be had if you like it's crazy. Like over the six years that Keanu and I have been together, like how much my whole like paradigm like it's like a paradigm shift because i i you always just buy new if you need something new you go to the store and like there's so like i think the caveat with that is like if you need a new like we needed a new toaster oven Mm -hmm. and we put it off for a while actually this might not be the best example like if you need something quickly and you need it to be new like you should buy it but like I think part of the thrill of going through a thrift store or a yard sale is like, we always say like, okay, what are we, what are we looking for today? Whether it's like just Keon and I, or it's just like a group of us. Like if I need like, I don't know, like a little side table to put next to my desk to put my mini fridge on. Of course. You know? Fre- um, Fred. Just like, yeah. and, and you get to like hunt for it and you might not find it. And sometimes, like you said, it's not as fruitful or sometimes it's weird, but then you you always have a story. Yeah, even if you don't come out with anything, you got to go through somebody's house. And in this yeah. case, it was like, I mean, th- this it wasn't a nice house, but it was big. And there was a lot to go through. And yeah. there was a lot in the basement. It was really, um, when I come to Pittsburgh in the next couple months, I would like to go, yes. I'd like for us to go to an estate sale. I think it'd be a great experience. Um yeah, I, obviously with Keon. It, so was Keon the one who kind of like introduced you to estate sales? Because you said you said you were a thrift store person. Yeah, I mean, I I guess I knew that they existed, but I never knew, like you said, like that was the process. Like it's mm-hmm. just like the house, you know. Typically they're deceased, or if they if they're moving, and you just go in. And most of the time, like there are some. I don't know if you've ran in, ran into it at, at uh, this past Saturday, but. Some rooms are, like, off-limits, you know what I mean? Mm. They have, like, the nothing for sale here. Um, yeah, there was, like, tape around sex. some things or, like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, There's some stipulations. But, yeah, he's kind of introduced me to this whole, like, even Facebook Marketplace. Like, right. it's nuts what people will sell. And, like, stuff that, like, Keon has got from our own house that he's put on Facebook Marketplace, the things you wouldn't even expect people to be 
mildly interesting, like broken AC units, right? Like that got some guy bought because he just likes fixing them up. You just never know. It's great. I mean, honestly, I because I just also bought uh, just today. I just bought a refurbished iPhone because I needed a new one. Yeah, and I didn't want to spend hundreds of dollars. And I was like, is, yeah. and I was like, is this legit? And I was looking it up, and I was reading this one article that said it's actually like not only is it legit and more affordable it's like better for the environment like this is you we should be doing this more often you know to your point for the things that we can you know it's like there are yeah and there are some things we're like yeah you a toaster oven for example to use that example it's like you could pick one up in one of these places and it could then last you another five years you know yeah, we. Were, I was using the example of the toaster oven, cause, uh, but we ended up not buying it new. He found one at a thrift store. I think like it retailed for like four hundred dollars. Oh, right. And he got it for like twelve bucks, and it's awesome. Ah. And it's been like serving us really well. And so it's just, I think, it's like I call it like the Keon School of Business because he's so savvy with his money because he lives. Like, he makes a very good living, mm-hmm. but he also lives, like, well ben- below his means, if that makes sense. Like, he he has everything that he needs. And, like, we have nice stuff, and we have a house, and he has a car, and that's, like, that's paid off, of course. Mm-hmm, of course. But, like, I think it's just that initial snap reaction of, like, I need something new, and I need something, like, it's just the purchase of it. You know what I mean? Yep. Like, I, I never – he will do his research – on stuff and it's just like i that has never been instilled with me like i'd rather just like buy something without thinking of it too uh-huh but, mm-hmm. you know it's it's wearing off um in little ways like o- over the past six years too but you know reuse is the most important r is what they say i mean i i can get together with that marco yeah could you stop marco you stop wiping your paw over everything sorry i agree i mean <laughs> so i keon uh d- Thank you. Thank you for, you know, I mean, I probably would have gone to this estate sale even if he had it. But thank you sure. for, for continuing to spread the, the, the value of estate sales because it really does feel like a, an undiscovered gem of an opportunity. So It's a great way to spend a Saturday. If you can wake up early, you know, you don't have to spend all day there. You can go to a couple, but then you can go to brunch afterwards and like Mm -hmm. talk about what you bought. And then if you buy something really cool and someone asks where you got it, you get to say, I got it at an estate sale for three bucks. Yeah. Something has a story. It's it's kind of like a humble brag in a way. Like, yeah. And then you remember that. Yeah. It's, it's really cool. I'm so excited for you. Yeah. This is a whole, I mean, this, this summer is, I mean, this is one of the biggest developments. So, um, that's super cool. Yeah. Um, the other thing I wanted to mention, uh, and Mm -hmm. I, I'm curious if this is something you're familiar with and I, they have different names for it, but it's this type of like, cracker cookie thing that all it is is you take like a sleeve of saltines and then you make like a toffee which is just like butter and brown sugar and you pour it over the saltines and then you like bake that for like five minutes and then you take it out and then you put chocolate chips on top and you spread the chocolate and then you can sprinkle like crushed pretzels or crushed heath bar chips or something on top and then you break it up and it's like a christmas crack kind of thing have you ever had that you can do it with matzah as well have I had that? I it knew it. I knew it. So good. It's like, it really is crack. Like, it is. Really? It, it should not work at all. And, like, the way that, like, 
it all sort of seemingly works together like the salt of the cracker the i love a good like toffee anything i don't love when it gets stuck in my teeth but yes mm. the chocolate yeah ugh Ugh. It's perfection. Uh, did you make them or I did you just try them? made them. I made them. Because <laughs> there is – I saw ads on Facebook for someone who was selling these. And I thought, well, that's great. But it was like – I don't know. What was it? Like, I don't know, $8 a bag or something like that. It was just like mm. really expensive. And I was like, okay, you're a small business, blah, blah, blah. Like I respect that. But I thought – at the end of the day, I know how to make this. And so, like, before I spend, like, $60 on a bunch of bags of this, why don't I just try to make it at home and see how I feel? And it was so yeah. easy. It's stupid easy. I'm obsessed. I am absolutely obsessed. I like I, There's a whole bag of them in my fridge, and I'm like, oh, this was a bad, bad idea. Because I just walk past the fridge, and I'm like, I guess yeah. I can have one more. But I know that it's two sticks of butter, a cup of brown sugar, a lot of chocolate chips, and the only part I'm not that concerned about are the saltines, you know? And so it's – I need to slow my roll, but Jesus Christ. And I sprinkled Heath – Keith bar bites on top but i think oh perfect so choice. good i'll yeah. tell you it tastes just like that candy almond roca have you ever had you know what i'm talking about it comes i don't actually. oh i feel like you almond would roca you would love an almond roca i've never even heard is it something that's sold at like convenience stores and it's, like stores it's it's like a little bit it, it's it's in line with an of the ferrero rocher in terms of like where you might find it it's okay. you've maybe you've had one and didn't know that's an almond roca, but it tastes just like these. It is so good. So, um, you know, I, I recommend finding almond roca, but also like this, whatever this is, with this cracker crack candy cookie thing. Holy crap! It's so good. Yeah, it is. I don't know what like it just like things like that. It's like did some stoner just think this up? You know what yeah. I mean? Like who thinks of that i know did that combination yeah like especially with the crackers you know what my speaking of crackers my grandmother my grandma kachanov and this is kian's always like appalled even though he'll like if he hears like when he listens to this he'll be like why did you say that but um i remember the first christmas or like easter or whatever holiday he came my grandmother put Ritz crackers in her green beans like she would just like cook the green beans and put some butter in there and then just crumble up some Ritz crackers and it is so good it's almost like a poor man's green bean casserole without all the mushroom soup and all the like the crunchies on it's 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 awesome I love that I think I understand Kian there was a moment I was like oh it's not quite green bean casserole. It's just crackers and green beans. But but it's enough. But it it's is enough, enough I well, will say. Yes. Ritz crackers. I mean, Ritz crackers. Ritz crackers. We could do a whole episode on how great Ritz crackers are. I, I'm i going to try this cookie crack thing with Ritz crackers because I think that could be like a game oh, changer. Wow. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, I, I've also had – there was um, – John, my ex, like he's from Texas, and there was a lot of like Midwest South, you know, recipes and like casseroles sure. and whatnot. And there was, I think, from him, it was either him or my old roommate who grew up in upstate New York who uh, had Ritz casserole, casserole. Ca- Why can't I say casserole? Casserole, casserole, casserole yeah. Ritz casserole, which I think is just some combination of like Ritz crackers, cream cheese, sour cream, chicken, cheese. You know, like one of those, but like delicious. Yeah, I 
it, it's making me it's like a flashback to my childhood when like ambrosia salad oh my god yeah i remember that i don't think i've ever loved ambrosia salad but i love everything that goes into it it's truly crazy but i feel like that i feel like there's a tiktok account that takes like 1950s cookbooks Mm -hmm. and makes like the you know all the things that are in it and it is like stuff that's along the lines of ambrosia and i just like i can't i do love those pink marshmallows though those little like pastel colored uh-huh. marshmallows those are great but uh yeah weird stuff but weird also i probably i it's been a while since i've tried ambrosia so um maybe I, it's time i i might i might have you fill us in on the ambrosia out update <laughs> yeah, before i no, go any further it's not great yeah um well, that's th- those are. So- I have a couple others, but I, what else is on your list of things to, to catch up on this week? I would say the one thing I found out, and I think maybe you or Amanda or like the three of us were in a text chain about. Um, they did. They filmed um, the Broadway show "Come From Away." Yes, and they're releasing it on. Is it Disney Plus? It's not Disney Plus. I remember realizing. Oh, it, like I think it's Apple TV has it. Oh, nice. I was, okay, so well, I thought it was really interesting. Yeah. Yeah. And that is such a great show that I, I'm, I've am i always wanted to see it and just haven't got to New York yet. And I, I didn't know about it. I didn't know how great it was. And a lot of great women in that show, too. So I, I'm really, really pumped for that. I think it's coming. I think the article that I read was like it's coming out on the eve of September 11th, which is. Oh, wow. You know, for those of you who don't know the show, it's basically about, you know, a flight that was grounded in, I believe, New Zealand. Uh, I thought it was all in Canada. Yeah. I thought this was all about. It's in Canada. Sorry. Sorry. I don't know <laughs> I why like I went to New Zealand. listening, just like losing her Canadian oh, mind. let me have it. Sorry. <laughs> I'm like, I'm going to cut that. I'll edit that. In it was, I think it's, I think you're saying uh, maybe just to validate, I think maybe it's Newfoundland instead of New Zealand. Maybe Newfoundland, Newfoundland. Newf- and I'm saying Newfoundland. Oh, so I'm, whoa. yeah, Newfoundland. We are anyway. <laughs> anyway. Play, yeah, uh, yeah. We'll just steer away from it as quickly as <laughs> we can. Um, but basically they were, you know, rerouted to this town and they were stuck there for quite some time. And it's just like this beautiful story of, of you know, the locals sort of, uh, coming together to help these, uh, you know, to help them through it. And there's like, obviously, it's like such an ensemble show, such beautiful music. Um, I can't wait for that to come out. I know that's like a strange thing to say, given the subject matter, but it is such a great show. Come from away. Go listen to it now. Yeah, I and watch it soon. I'm excited about it. It's a show that obviously I've had access to see, but I've always been like, oh, OK. But like, I think this would be the way I'd prefer to see it if I'm going to see it. And then if I really want to see it again, I'll go see it live. But um, yeah, I'm excited. I think that'll be, I'm excited for this idea of having more filmed musicals. I support this idea, more filmed Same. theater. It's not a brand new idea, but it, I'd love for it to be a more, you know, popular one. I, it just makes so much sense to me. If you do it right, like national theater lives productions or whatever, like, um, I just think it's great. I think it's a great way to bring theater to more people. So I love it. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. Um, the other thing I have on my list too, that I am, I am so thrilled about and I can't wait. Cause I think she announced it like last week is that Lizzo is coming out with a new album this Friday, the day that this is released. Oh, actually. wow. Oh, I and, had no idea. Um, I believe it's called rumors. Either mm-hmm. that or that's one of the songs that she uh, is collaborating with Cardi B, which is great. Like, I love that 
it's like either she was going to collaborate with like Cardi B or Nicki Minaj. And I, I'm, I'm glad it's one of them. Mm-hmm. I just like think that's such a, a great pair. I and, and uh, Keon and I were talking about it, too, because we have a we're going to Virginia this weekend. Um, we're just traveling. We're going. Yeah. And, um, the Mid-Atlantic does not know what to do with the two of you. Yeah. Taking a half day on Friday today. Um, and here we go with that thing. I'm like, so listen to this. Oh, wait, right. will we, we be on the road? Where will we be by the time you're listening to this? You know, we could have stopped for lunch. Yeah, I know. Oh, my gosh. Um, so our, our plan, or at least my plan, is to, you know, listen to it the whole way through and just see what it's I, – I, I, don't, I don't know. Is it going to be like the, the Adele effect of, like, 25 versus 21? I, I think it's – oh, gosh. Like, Because I Love You is just such a great album – and it sucks to follow up. I it, it must be crazy as like an artist to like have to do that and like want to like want it to be just as great. Yeah. Um, but I don't know how you let that expectation of yourself and like how it's going to be once it's released out into the wild. I, I don't know. But I'm I'm so happy for it that it's coming and so soon. Yeah, I had no idea. Um, I agree. I do think there is that thing of like, oh, God, how am I going to? top this you know crowning achievement what i've always heard people talk about with like especially with writing where it's like everything you write it's like this is the first thing you've ever written and not that you're not a good writer don't have all that skill but in terms of what's in your what's on your resume you have to treat everything like it's your first thing and all the other things didn't exist whether they be good or bad and i think that's i like that yeah i think it's really smart i think it's hard but i think that's I think the I think when you start driving with an eye in the rearview mirror, you're destined to crash into a tree. You know. Yeah, it's just like moving forward, and yeah, everything that you're saying. I I, I hope like I hope we get something like as good as Jerome and as yeah, good as, like Truth Hurts and Cause I Love You and Juice and like there's so many great songs and I. I don't know. I don't know what to expect, but I'm just, again, I'm just really excited for it. That's something that's really, you know, I've been looking forward to all week. And and I love that she just, like, announced it last week. And yeah. That it's, like, there's not, it's not, like, three months away or something like that. Uh, so, well-timed, Lizzo, well-timed. Yeah. Well, our next week, maybe we'll have an update of your feelings on the album, since this will be out the day that, you know, oh, yeah. this is posted yes, and then true. you're going to be on the road. You might, you know, <clears throat> you might play it at some point. Maybe you'll have some thoughts. So yeah. stay tuned, folks. Um, speaking of things that are coming out soon, I sent you the article. I know you had a crazy day, so I will summarize it. But listeners yes. of the podcast know that uh, we're both very excited about a movie called Shoot the Rooster that is coming out later this year. That is a bevy of BSA VIPs with Judy Greer and June Squibb and Margot and Anne and Casey. It is, um, and Henry Winkler. So it's, it, it is, oh my God, I'm so excited. So anyway, I found, I, I just did a little Googling of like, can I find more information here? So there was an interview with the woman who wrote the script and, and I didn't realize this, but the way, like they talked all about how she filmed this during the pandemic and, uh, Apparently, the way they did this, the narrative is about this matriarch of the family that wants to reconnect with her family before she dies, matriarch being played by June Squibb. And so Mm. what they did was essentially everybody in the cast, they sent, you know, lights, cameras, action. You know, they, they sent them a whole setup and everybody filmed remotely from their own locations 
and the whole thing is not like a movie on Zoom. It and and it's not pandemic themed either. The reason they've done like the narrative in the movie is that everybody lives in different places, and so it's hard to come together in person. So this is how they're doing it, or this is how they're connecting. But there are scenes that are not like on a webcam or on a FaceTime, and um, you know. But they just essentially the the writer director she did she directed them all remotely from home and you know from Ann Dowd's living room and so I guess it's a movie that'll be mostly FaceTime conversations but with a cast that good that is fine I don't need June Squibb to do anything other than sit there and act you know yeah, on the couch. June mm-hmm. Squibb on the couch. One of my favorite versions. Oh, of we June love Squibb. June yeah. Squibb on a couch. Yeah. So so I at first I was like, oh no. But the more I read it, I was like, actually, this could be great. And anyway, like that cast is probably like my favorite cast. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, it is stacked. I can't I can't wait. I, I love that I don't really know. I mean, we know as much as we know what you just said, too. But, like, the fact that there's this extra layer of uh, how are they going to do that? Sort yeah. Of thing. I, I love that. Yeah. I think it's uh, I think it's exciting. I can't wait to see it. You know, I'm trying not to get too excited. But, like, again, like, when you really think about it, like, in terms of character actresses or, or women who frequently steal movies in supporting roles, I mean, to have June, Judy, Anne, and Margot in one – that's – fucking bananas and i will not stop freaking out about that and casey with that book until the movie comes out yes oh never forget casey i feel like um all those women that you just named need to be on like you know those t-shirts where it's like yes the the schitt's creek cast you know yes like like moira and david alexis and uh stevie you know all like that's that's our bsa merch oh my god just customizable bsa (laughs) t-shirts <laughs> oh my god i uh am making that that's yes that's yeah. incredible that is such a good idea that is such a good idea and it could be specific to like tv shows yep uh, yeah you know, or movies okay yeah nobody steal our idea okay? right yeah Lori, nisi uh alex june yes. <laughs> yeah yeah and daniel and Stern. daniel and daniel yeah yeah and molly yeah molly yeah yes oh my I think gosh that would be, like such deep cuts like such that deep cuts so yeah. yeah oh i love and it and if like you wear it to like some gay outing or something mm-hmm. or even like regular uh, public or something like if someone recognized like i see what you're doing i love there. that like bridesmaids you can do like Kristen, maya um, yes. Megan. Oh my God. What's your name? Megan Melissa. Melissa McCartney. <laughs> Melissa <laughs> Melissa McCartney. <laughs> I mean, oh, I love this idea. BSA T-shirts with that with that with the names. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Nobody Write steal this idea. We just copyrighted it. I declare copyright. Yeah. Even though they've already been doing it, we're just making it better. We're, we're just, making it more specific. More specific. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I appreciate a Dorothy Rose Blanche Sophia, but like, go deeper. Of course. Go deeper. Course. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Uh, we can we can do better. Yeah, this is this just popped into my head. What do you, what do you feel about the Sex and the City reboot, Colin? Have we talked about that? When is that coming out? I don't know when it's coming out. I I maybe we've texted about it um, 
at least in terms of Jennifer Hudson's potential inclusion uh, from the movie. Uh-huh. But or maybe we were talking about like, oh, she's going to be in Aretha. I hope she's better than she was in in the Sex and the City That's movie. Right. Yes. Yeah, I said I'm allowing myself to be excited about Aretha. That's which is right. Like, the most, uh, like such snobbery, uh, but like I I'm excited. I'm rooting for it. Audra's in it. You know, I think I think it's going to be great. Yeah, I'm willing to. I'm going to let myself. You know, open my mind to the possibility of enjoying yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but yeah, I. Um, what do I feel? What What was the question? <laughs> <laughs> the Sex in the City the reboot. The city are you reboot. excited? Are you? I don't. You're I, like I lost. Uh, yeah, lost my mind. I feel like Pam in that episode of The Office when Jim asks her out, and then she turns back to the camera. What was the question? Um, I. Oh, uh, you know, a great moment. just. To keep people in suspense about your question, I had this thought today. I I think I saw a YouTube video, and it was, like, all about why Pam is, like, the worst character in The Office. And I know that I have felt this way. I know our, our good friends of the pod and outside of the pod, Jody and Amanda, feel the same way from Office Ladies. Mm-hmm. There's a bit of an yeah. anti-Pam sentiment, an anti-Jenna Fisher sentiment. And I've been a part of that, so I'm not judging that. But I used to adore Pam Beasley, and I just think that I... Whether we do it on this podcast, which could be a lot of fun, or mm-hmm. in the details, but it could be this podcast, I think it might be worth finding some redemptive moments for Pam Beasley because she actually has some great moments on that show. And I just, I don't want to be anti Pam. I just, in 2021, I just don't want to be anti Pam anymore. <laughs> yeah. I, I've never stopped loving Pam, the character. Like, I, I, I I see and acknowledge the you know the Jenna Fisher. I've not I've not even listened to one episode of Office Ladies, <sighs> so there's that. Yeah, yeah, and I and I, I know I know it's like oh, but like but I also know what that's probably going to be like because of that one. I think it was Mark Maron podcast I listened to with her, and I was like, whoa. I don't know what it is, but it's just not something I want to listen to, and it's fine. Like I wish her the best. She's great, and like I love her as Pam. Like I. I would totally do that. Okay. Then I think we need to do like 10 great Pam moments, you know, or something like that. Yes. Because I just, I need, I need to remember that I've always loved Pam. I always have. I She's always been one of my favorite TV characters. It's been like Pam Beasley, Marge Simpson, Valerie Cherish. Like these are the ladies I love, yeah. you know? Oh, I love that. Um. Anyway, so to finally answer your question. So what are we talking about? So what are we talking about? (laughs) And just like that, I forgot your question. No, I, I, you know, there's. uh, It's 10 episodes. Okay. I don't know when, when the date is coming out. It's sometime in September or some September sometime in 2021. That's what I'm finding on Google right now. I guess it's fine. I guess I'm kind of interested, but I'm also kind of like not, I, like I'm gonna watch it, but I'm not on the edge of my seat to watch it. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. you know, like I don't really care about Samantha not being in it or in it. Like I'm not. I, that doesn't really affect sure, my feelings. Yeah, that's I'm like, a whole other yeah. Words, yeah. Like I, I think it would be interesting to see a character like Samantha in her 60s. Like I think that is what I'm hoping is interesting and nuanced is these women are in their 60s. Um, mm-hmm. and, or late fifties or whatever it is. Like they're, they're middle-aged women now, you know what I'm, I don't know. I hope there's some interesting nuances there. I, I hope it's not more of the same bullshit, uh, that they were doing in their thirties and their twenties, you know? 
Yeah, I I think that there's some interesting stuff to mine, and I love that Carrie Bradshaw is like sort of embracing like I don't know the Stevie Nicks witchy sort of look. Like I think it's great. I think mm. she should just like fully lean in and go for it. I I think that like I, I, yeah, like what you said. Obviously, we're all gonna watch it. Yeah, and we're all gonna make our way through it, and we'll probably have an episode about it. I'm excited for maybe the possibility of some. Some new like sub characters, obviously, maybe people that we, you know, people to come back, maybe, or just new, I don't know, new blood, maybe. I, I, I think it'll be good. What I've heard, but is I think yeah. that they're gonna add, they are adding characters and they are adding more uh, people of color because obviously, Sex in the City is yes, very yes. Upper East Side. Um, yeah, and I think I'd heard that, uh, I think it's. Um, pronouncing it clearly as Sada Ramirez is going to be in it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Callie from, from Grey's Anatomy. Callie from Grey's Anatomy. That she, I believe I'd read that and I was like, oh yeah. That would be cool. I liked I her. Yeah, she's, she's I, yeah, kind of, you know, Callie, she's great. Um, yeah, she's she's really talented. And she was in Spam a lot. Didn't she have a big year when she was in Spam a lot? She like swept yeah, she the awards. Won a Tony. Yeah. yeah, yeah. She beat out Kelly O'Hara for the Light in the Piazza. No, that's never forgive right. her. Right. Oh well. Uh, but I know she was great. And Amanda Kaczynski is rolling her eyes. Ugh. Wow. Kelly O'Hara. You know, uh, after that New Zealand <laughs> comment, I think she probably just turned I know, off the episode. She, she can. Yeah. yeah. Well, I love the idea that a flight out of New York was diverted to New Zealand, which is like a twenty-one hour flight. I love. <laughs> Love that. Let's really get them out of the way. Why did I think that? I don't even know. Okay. Well, well, I yeah. uh, is it? Yeah, is it Newfoundland or Finland? Is it that? Is that why? I are we still on I this? Don't even know, gentle listener. I don't know. Okay, here I'm going to solve this for us real quick. Come from away, uh, Newfoundland. Yes, yes, it's set in Newfoundland and Labrador, Canada. Okay. Well. I'll allow myself to think that's why I got mixed up. I don't know why. But, uh, yeah, thank you for yeah. <laughs> I mean, uh, clearing my name. Yeah, sure. It makes a little more sense than, like, yeah, let's that's just right. take him to Auckland. So, yeah. Uh, so, yeah. Well, Sex in the City, we shall see. Um, we shall. The uh, Before my BSA of the week, the only thing I just wanted to mention was that screenshot I'd sent to you from the, direct, from the head of content at Hulu about Pen15. When, because yes. there was just someone interviewing about, hey, like, what's going on at Hulu? What's the future of these shows? And he said, you know, I think it sounds like they're they're currently working on finishing up the second half of the second season. But then he said, um, you know, Pen Fifteen is one of our signature comedies and one of my favorite shows. And so, as long as Anna and Maya want to keep telling stories, we are open to keep doing this show. And it was like just vague enough to say, like, we're not confirming we will, but we love this show. And that was all I needed was to know that it's not lost in the shuffle, you know? Yeah, I it needs to be protected at all costs, yeah. as the kids would say. Like I I would love I don't know, like does it end when they're going to high school or like I would love to see them in high school because it's a whole brand it's a brand new beginning for them or maybe the show will end after 3 seasons and it'll be perfect, but we always wanted more. I don't I don't know, but there's so much more story to tell and so many like dumb things that I think of every once in a while. Like, Oh, what if they did like this? Like, mm-hmm. uh, you know, just like early two thousands bullshit that like I did in middle school. And 
I mean, I just love the show so much. I can't wait for the cartoon. I call it cartoon, but it is a cartoon, right? Yeah, it's the an animated special. Yeah. special. yeah, animated is what I was looking for. Yeah, yes, thank you. I was like the cartoon. The cartoon. Um, it is currently uh, pouring yeah. rain in New York right now, so I apologize if that all gets picked up on the mic. Ooh, My ability nice. to control nature is yeah, uh, that's okay in the shop. So, um, but yes, I uh, I agree. I'm I. There's so much more story to tell, and I think whenever the show ends, I just don't want it to get canceled. I'm all for someone saying, like, hey, we've told our story. I Just the idea yes. of, like, well, Pen15 didn't get renewed. Like, that, I, I can't. I can't make Yeah, that's going to be a hard day. Yeah. Hopefully it never happens. Well, and hopefully it never happens, yeah. Before we get to our final segment of the episode, or BSA of the Week, did you have any other updates or things on your list? There's one little thing that I'm looking at my notes from... Um... <laughs> <laughs> my best friend's wedding and i wanted to mention i don't know if you caught her but in the seamstress the the trying on the bridesmaid uh scene is rose abdu yes uh-huh from um from hacks who yeah is, yeah who plays like uh, i guess essentially like the housekeeper she's like the lady of the house you know right um, right and and I'm just, I thought that was so funny. I was like, I think that's Rose. And then I paused it because it's on Prime. I do love that feature on Prime where it mm-hmm. shows you who's in the scene. That's, they should have that everywhere. Um, but yeah, I wanted, I meant to mention that in the episode. I wanted to give her a shout out. So here's to you, Rose. Yeah, I, she has popped up in Hacks. She was in The Comeback. She played Marianina. She's the infamous line oh, yeah. of like, the middle finger, that's not right. Uh, <laughs> I yeah. love that line. <laughs> It's too hot. Oh, she's great. And she was on, she played like the mechanic on Gilmore Girls. And I don't, I don't know. I don't remember liking her in that show, but I'm also down to blame the script sometimes with that show. Sure. Because sometimes it was just like Amy Sherman Palladino, like that does not, like just have her say yes. You know, they don't have to be this whole yeah. thing, you know. Um, yeah, putting the no in Amy Sherman Palladino. Exactly, you know? exactly. And put some coffee in those cups that she's drinking out of. No one's buying I it. I mean, oh my gosh. I mean, I could rail against that. Like, I think, why not put like a, you could put anything in there. Anything. Like, it doesn't have to be liquid. Put like a, you know, a tennis ball in there or something. Just something yeah. to give it like some weight. I, I don't understand why that's a thing. Oh, it makes well, me so I angry. I guess it would rattle if there was something. But yeah, there there is something you can put in there yeah. that's going to weigh it down. A block of wood. Right. You know? I mean, look at Mayor of Easttown. She ate and drank so much in that, in that, in that show, and it yeah. was always real. So anyway, just wanted to mention Mayor of Easttown again. Yeah, I worry for Kate at the Emmys. I'm still looking at those... Gold Derby stats. Oh, uh, who's, uh, well, I haven't looked recently, but, um, as far as like the queen's gambit, I'm like, I'm really scared in a way. I don't know if she's, she's making her way up or if you're looking it up as I'm talking, but I I wasn't, I don't don't want to see, I don't even want to see that. I don't want to see that. I don't want to see that. Yeah. Um, so anyway, moving on, moving on. Does that bring us to our final segment of the episode then? It does. Oh, it does. well, for anyone who doesn't know, our final segment of the episode is our BSA of the week in which we queen out on a performance or an actress or a food or a song or a thing or anything in our lives that is acting as the best supporting actress in our lives. Uh, and what do you got? Any nominees? Any winners? What do you have? Uh, I got one nominee and then my BSA of the week. How about you? What do you got? Um, You know, I'll put it as a nominee. I had it on my list. There was a movie that I watched this past week. 
It was an old movie from like 1943. It was called The Seventh Victim. And in her debut role was none other than former BSA uh, Kim Hunter from Streetcar Named Desire. Ooh, The Seventh Victim? The Seventh Victim. And I got to tell you, this movie, you drop right in and it wastes no time and it's interesting and it's full of women the whole time and there's lesbian undertones and it's Whoa. it was and it was like i think short like under 90 minutes maybe like 77 80 minutes something like that and it, the, the, the script the, there's some some inconsistencies and whatnot but the experience i was so sucked in and and there's a great supporting actress character who comes in later in the movie it's I, it was great. I recommend it. I honestly, like, I know, like, you don't, older movies, you know, that's not really your cup of soup. And it took me mm-hmm. a while to kind of be like, oh, okay, let me expand. And I got to tell you, if it's too many men in suits talking in an office, I'll turn it off, you know? Sure, uh, yeah. But you got to find the ones where there's like, oh, oh, this is kind of ahead of its time, or this is full of women. And this movie, I just really, even for all its imperfections, I was really, like, really excited by it and it was so different so um and it's creepy but it's not there's no jump scares or anything you know okay yeah i mean i'm i'm not opposed i'm not opposed to it i mean it took me a long time to do the bad seed but Mm -hmm. i feel like you know once if that's like you know what what to expect here uh you know or what's to come um yeah I'm down. I gotta tell you, I've been watching, like, just really watching so many, like, old film noir and old thrillers and whatnot, and, like, just trying to kind of, it is a different pace, it's a different way of doing things, you know, it's a different, like, it's it's almost jarring how much these movies Mm -hmm. work differently, but if, but often it is so worth the effort. It's like, oh, wow. I think, like, older movies... I sometimes get more swept up in than a newer movie. Like I might be intrigued by a newer movie because it's using a lot of quick editing and interesting music and, you know, certain types of camera angles and whatnot. But there's something about an older movie that like, I don't know. It just, you get sort of emotionally swept up and it doesn't really need all those tricks to get you there. And I don't know what that is, but it's very rewarding. Yeah. I love the simplicity of that, I guess, and how it can still be, effective Mm -hmm. i love that yeah so just a little recommendation just you know and there is technically a bsa kind of performance in it and a former bsp matter you know subject so um yeah the seventh victim love that so uh did you say what your nominee was (laughs) no you did you did i loved it I didn't say anything. I loved it because uh, I asked you what you had, and then That's you right. went into yours. And then I always but it was went good. into it. It was fine. Yeah, yeah, I'll cut this all. It'll be great. No, we'll leave, leave it. Who can't leave it? Who cares? Yeah, you're like, well, did you? Did say you anything? say anything? Did I answer your question about Sex in the City yet? <laughs> <laughs> um. So my runner-up, gentle listener, I don't know if you could hear. You know, a, a, a major difference in my in my the quality of my voice and the microphone that I'm using, but I. I splurged on a new microphone and a new audio interface. I have upgraded, and it is so nice. I'm sitting here in my in a, a chair in the corner of my room, just you know, I feel like a real professional. Oh. And it's a, uh, I got a, I decided to get like a, it's called a Rode microphone, R O D E. That's the brand, and I can't remember what model it is, so don't ask. Yeah, <laughs> off the don't top ask. of my head. <laughs> 
and then uh yeah it's it's been something i've been putting off for a while but you know it's uh it's definitely worth the investment i've been doing some voiceover work recently so i'm i'm really trying to up the ante there and uh hopefully this is my first time or i guess i used it yesterday for my best friend's wedding episode and today so i'm hoping uh I'm hoping it sounds okay. Give me your thoughts, but don't give me your thoughts, okay? Keep it to yeah, yourself. But I don't want to hear I'm, it. I'm playing yeah. around with levels and stuff. I'm new to all this, but I think uh, it's going well so far. That's great. I mean, I think it's uh, – the Yeti mic was great. You always sounded – your audio quality was always great. Like I had the Yeti, and mine was a fucking nightmare. I was like, why does mine not sound as good as yours? And I'll uh, never solve that. But, sure. uh, but yeah, you know, it's, there's, there's something to be said, I think, for like – investing that it actually kind of makes you feel or potentially makes you feel like oh i'm more invested in this thing that i do you know i use good equipment you know like i think it's uh there's some kind of shift there so uh it made me excited to record um not that i yeah excited excited to record i'm like Uh, (laughs) if i had to do this fucking episode on that old yeti i'd throw it out the window (laughs) get down get down get down um yeah, I'm gonna go. I'm actually gonna go right into my uh, my BSA of the week too. Please. It's a, a broad one, and then something more specific. Um, is is happy endings still? I'm I'm mm. still making my way through it, and I just I just love it so much. Like it made me want to like keep watch. Like I want to be so fluent. Like I want to be like thirty rock fluent. Um, it's just so smart. There's a joke like every second, and it's just like. Uh, I don't know. I watched a couple episodes last night and I don't know if it was you who mentioned the one where it's the episode where uh, Penny, uh, she, she can speak Italian when she's drunk. Yes. You remember it. Yes. There's this great, there's this great bit with like Alex and ribs. I, it is Uh is so funny, but like, honestly, one of my favorite people who I've just been like crushing on in that show is Zachary Knight who plays Dave. Uh Uh-huh. And, his name actually is Dave Rose, David Rose, which oh, I love. That yeah. is just sort of this like pre Shits Creek. I'm sure obviously there's no correlation, but like I just think he's like a really interesting sort of because there's Damon Wayans Jr. and then there's Adam Pally, and he's like seemingly the sort of like male lead, I guess. Like right. all, it's sort of an ensemble show, but I love that he has like He's not like a muscle guy and he's like sort of a doof and I just like think he's so sexy and so funny too like he's not like the first person you think of like I think him and Alex might be you know maybe the bottom uh, you know like you you write, always rate the friends and stuff like that like friends the TV show right um but I think everyone on the show is so strong and I just wanted to give him a shout out I I've, I've just been like you know, schoolgirl cu- uh, crush on Zachary Knight this week, and I, I think he's great. Oh, I I should keep rewatching Happy Endings. It, it, you're you're right. It's so funny. It is so like so much smarter than it was being given credit for. It probably yeah, should yeah. have been on a different channel other than ABC. I feel like if it was, you know, on it was a Hulu show. I think it would have. You know, I think they probably could have done more even, you know, like I always felt like Happy Endings was always trying to like break out of that, like a bunch of friends in a sitcom model. It's like, oh, we're actually not that at all. And um, oh, it's such a good show. It's great. I love I love it so much. It's been really bringing me a lot of joy. Uh, And that's my BSA of the week. All right. Well, I think the reason that I mentioned Mayor of Easttown 
uh, and wanted to and wanted to keep because I'm worried about it too. And I'm not mm-hmm. so much wor- I'm worried maybe for the Emmys, but I also I think the mayor of East Town gays. I think there is a natural progression, and I am a part of the wave, and I'm accepting it. That mayor of East Town gays this summer are blooming into white lotus gays. Oh, I love your wordplay there, too. Go on. Go on. I am a white lotus gay. I am two episodes in, and I'm already a white lotus gay. (laughs) It really is that good. I mean, I thought it was just— Jennifer Coolidge. Jennifer Coolidge. But I'll tell you. I'll tell you. Yes, Jennifer Coolidge. Yes. But she is not alone. There is so much good lady acting. There's this— um, there's this woman who works at the spa that so far she's made this connection with the two of them. It's the two of them for me is like the, the, the dynamic between them. Cause they're both so interesting. I am so like, I'm hooked and it, I was worried that it was just going to be like, you know, uh, a biting satire of rich white people on vacation, which I can get into, but I don't need like 10 episodes of, you know? And sure, yeah, it's just so much more artfully done. And Mike White, who did Un- Enlightened, who just is so smart and so good uh, at like just capturing these like human stories. He makes white men interesting. I mean, who would have thought? So Yeah, that's a great way to put it. Yes. Yeah. It really, I mean, I am pulling the hacks protocol. You need to become a white lotus gay. I, I've been eyeing up. The White Lotus, I mean, we, I mean, it's all over gay Twitter of and course. Gay Instagram, you know, the ass eating yeah. scene with Murray Bartlett, who is so handsome. I haven't um, even seen that scene yet. And I'm a White Lotus gay. Yeah, you know, it's coming. And I yeah. love Steve Zahn. He's I great. Love him. I think he is like such a, I, I love like, I mean, he's great in that thing you do. Mm-hmm. He, he's great. Like that was like one of my earlier, earliest memories of him, but he's always great. Yeah. Um, he's a good actor. Molly Shannon. Sorry to interrupt you. No, no, Molly Shannon. She hasn't popped up yet, but I know she's coming. Uh, Connie Britton. I mean, this role is basically written for her. It's so Connie Britton. Uh, Steve Zahn is great. The two teenage girls. Normally, I don't like like snotty teenage girls. They're so funny. It's really, I mean, Jake Lacey and uh, his, you know, fiance. That's a, you know, talk about, you know, birth control for marriage. It's like, oh, God, this is miserable. Sure, sure. Yes, I highly recommend watching it. Is this it. on Netflix? HBO. Or Hulu? It's on HBO. Oh, HBO. Yeah. Even better. I guess that's true. If they're going to be eating ass, it's going to be yeah. on HBO. But. It's, yeah, apparently there's lot, lots of ass eating, lots of male nudity. Like, it's, I'm surprised this wasn't created by a gay man, but it's certainly created for gay men. Even better. Even yeah. better. So, uh, yes, I, we will absolutely be doing an episode, either Jennifer Coolidge or the BSAs of White Lotus. It might be the BSAs of, cause they're really, I don't think we could hone it in on one, but Ooh, yes. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, all the more reason. And I just read that it has been renewed for a second season, but what they're going to do is it's going to be a different White Lotus location and a whole new cast. Oh, I love that. Yeah. I think it's brilliant. Okay. Great. And it's, it feels like it's a show that Keon and I can both watch together. Oh, which is always fun. yeah. And oh, it's the don't skip the opening credits. The theme, the music is so good. Ah, it's nice. so good. So, um, yeah. So that is my BSA of the week is the White Lotus. And I still love you, Mayor Sheehan. Yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah. Well, lovely. I'm I'm excited to dive into that. I think it should be great. Yeah. I uh, I, I insist. I, I promise you won't be disappointed. So. Great. Anyway, uh, I think that's all we've got. And, you know, once we're out of tickets, we just kind of leave the carnival. So uh, are you out of tickets? I'm out of tickets. I don't, I tickets. don't have any more. I was going to buy more, but, uh, you know, it's... The sun is setting. The sun is setting, and uh, I gotta get the hell out of here. So anyway, <laughs> I got my purse, I got my hat, I got an Uber, and uh, it's raining outside, so I gotta get out of here. We'll see y'all next week. All right, bye. <laughs> bye.